You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hello, I'm Wade Zaglis, the Education Editor for Campus Review. Today I'm speaking to Dr John Brody from the ARC Centre for Excellence for Coral Reef Studies at James Cook University in Queensland. He recently led a study that found disturbing concentrations of insecticides and herbicides finding their way into some of our most pristine waterways and the Great Barrier Reef. John, your study mentioned the impact of imidacloripid, an insecticide. Can you tell me what types of industries use it and why they think it's effective? Um, so imidacloprid is an insecticide, which is a subclass of pesticides, of course, and um, it's used widely in Australia, in Queensland, in the sugar industry uh, to control cane grubs, mm-hmm. grubs that affect um, cane, the roots of cane plants. Um, it is very effective in that role, more effective than the insecticide chlorpyrifos that was used in the past, probably. However, it's also very soluble um, insecticide and hence gets lost from the paddock where it's used quite easily. Mm-hmm. And we detect it in streams and out into the marine environment. Um, it's also notorious insecticide, part of these neonicotinoids, that are being banned in the European Union, in the United States, and soon to be banned in Canada, mainly because of their effects on bees. So it's quite a controversial insecticide, but it is very effective, and cane growers are really heavily reliant on it as the best insecticide to use against this major pest of cane, cane grubs. Are there safer alternatives out there yet? Um, are there safer alternatives to this insecticide available yet, which you believe will be just as effective? Well, probably not, actually. They can go back to chlorpyrifos, the one they used to use, um, which was reasonably effective. So that would be one alternative for them. Um, however, um, imidacloprid works really well. There are other neonicotinoids are very similar to imidacloprid that could be used, but they're more expensive. So the sugar industry is rather stuck with this, that they're, this is very effective. There are no real alternatives, mm-hmm. and they're reliant on this, and they're quite aware of this as well to some extent, that they should be managing its use for their own sake so it doesn't get banned. Um, and so there is some quite a bit of stuff going on so you can talk about good farmers if you like are managing their use knowing that if they don't and if the whole industry doesn't manage its use properly there is some chance it might be banned and then they'll be in a quite a pickle really yeah exactly why do you think the Australian government has not joined other countries uh, in Europe uh, the United States and soon to be Canada in banning this insecticide well, my own opinion here on that is that APVMA, the Australian Pestinary and Veterinary Medicine Authority, mm-hmm. which is the federal regulator, um, is a very weak organisation with respect to environment protection. It does a very good job for industry and the pest 
agricultural industry and the pesticide industry in registering chemicals for use. However, it, um, I think, does a poor job of protecting the environment. Does some reasonable job of protecting public health to some extent, but with respect to the environment, it does a very poor job. And I guess the evidence I can cite to show that's the case is that um, we can go out today in lots of waterways in Australia and particularly here in the Great Barrier Reef where we've got lots of money to actually do monitoring and find many pesticides that are above Australian guideline values any day of the week. Um, and this to me is really good evidence that APVMA is not fulfilling their role for the environment properly. One of the issues are, is that they report to the Department of Agriculture mm -hmm. um, in Canberra um, and not to the Department of Environment. And we mentioned this in the paper that overseas pesticide regulation is done by authorities that are report to an environment department, United States and so on. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Australia, it's basically seen as an agricultural issue and not an environment issue. Where agricultural priorities uh, yeah, become the priority, I guess. That's exactly right. Yeah. Agriculture's priority, which is fair enough, is to grow crops and get more productivity and help farmers. <laughs> but we've also got to think of the flip side too and the long-term effects. Yeah. And that that's a clear distinction in Australia at the moment between the priorities of agriculture versus the priorities in the environment. Happening right. happening in Australia today as the place burns down. Mm, I know, troubling times ahead. What other harmful chemicals are finding their way into the Great Barrier Reef and adjacent waterways? Uh, what other pesticides do we find? Uh, pesticides, herbicides. Well, herbicides are pesticides as well. Okay. So let's get that straight. Pesticides covers a whole range of things, including insecticides, fungicides, herbicides, rodenticides, and so on. So okay. uh, when we, we find, as in the paper, huge numbers of pesticides um, in waterways when we go and look and we have money to go and look. So that's a big difference in other parts of Australia. We actually have funding here to do the monitoring. Mm -hmm. And so, for instance, in a stream south of here called Baratta Creek, south of Townsville, we can go today and take samples in Baratta Creek and find up to 40 different pesticides. Um, and that runs out into the marine waters as well. But if we look particularly in that creek, um, and that's part of a flows into a Ramsar wetland, um, we can find, as I said, 40 different pesticides and about, you know, three to six of those will be above Australian guidelines today. And we can do that just about any day we want to go down there. So we still have a real problem here in that... Um, these are likely to be having effects not just but particularly in freshwater but also in estuarine and marine waters as well. Which leads me to my final question, John. If these harmful pesticides continue to flow into our nation's uh, waterways and the Great Barrier Reefs, what can we expect over the short and medium term? Is there a chance species will recover or adapt to deal with these substances or are we looking at you know, the extinction of 
particular species? Uh, I think what we'll see, it's hard to predict exactly because there's so many pesticides found and they all have different actions on plants and animals, different sorts of animals from insects to, to something like fish or crustaceans. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing we'll see, and that these are subtle effects, this is the problem, is what's being seen overseas, um, and that is loss of insect. Um, we, you probably may have read uh, that you know, the, those wonderful ideas of if, as you drive along a road, you get a certain number of insects smash into your windscreen. Mm-hmm. Well, in Germany, you know, there's good science out there that says that's been declining greatly. And in England, I don't know about, I haven't seen any from Australia, but we might expect the same thing. And we can't live without insects. We might think we can, but we can't. The other things I'm worried about in the water are crustaceans, which some of these... Um, pesticides affect equally with insects and that is you know crabs and shrimps prawns all those things mm-hmm. will be affected then in the you know the close marine environment at the end of the streams I'm particularly worried about seagrass and the effects of herbicides on seagrass because herbicides affect seagrass just like they affect other plants um, and that's a concern as well I will say there's somewhat less concern for the coral reefs, which are further offshore. Some some concern, but the main concern of this pesticide pollution is in streams mm-hmm. um, and estuaries and inshore waters where there's seagrass. And the things we're worried about losing are insects and crustaceans in particular and perhaps effects on seagrass. Well, uh, Dr. John Brody, thank you for clearing that up. It's an important um, issue to tackle, and um, I wish you the very 